Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a 1% podcast with me, Cooper Chapman. Less than 1% of your day, once a week. A place to spark curiosity around topics you think you already know and also bring light to the good humans involved in the 1% Good Club, well-being accountability groups dedicating 1% of their day to their mental health. What's going on, you good humans? Welcome to my favorite little part of the week, the 1% podcast, giving you a little couple of tricks and tips around mindfulness, around gratitude, and most importantly, reading out some of the gratitudes from the legends involved in the 1% Good Club Instagram accountability groups, giving 1% of their day to their mental health. I'll talk more about that very shortly. If it's your first time tuning in today, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's Good Humans podcast. Uh, if you can do me a huge favor, I know about 30% of people who listen to this podcast actually subscribe. Can you do me a favor? Hit like or subscribe if you're listening now and you don't already. Hit that five-star rating and, yeah, do us a huge, huge one. And, um, yeah, tell someone about it. That's the best way you can help us out. All right. Also, a big thank you to our sponsors, Drink A Rapper. These guys have been supporting this podcast for over a year now. I drink their product every single day and see so many benefits. If you want to check out what their product is, you can get it in Coles or Woolies. Look for the purple glass jar with a big capital A. Uh, Drink A Rapper is just a product that you got to check out. You can head over to their website, drinkarepper.com. Use the code GOODHUMAN. You can get a big 25% off all the products delivered straight to your door. But most importantly, you can go check out all the science behind their product, all backed by neuroscience. Millions of dollars of clinical studies have gone in to prove that this stuff works and it's going to have a positive impact on your brain. So go check out the science, use that code GOODHUMAN, and yeah, take care of your brain today with Drink a Repper. All right, 1% Club, a few of the gratitudes this week were amazing. And then also the question that I asked in the 1% Good Club this week was one that I'm very excited to share my answers for, and that's what's your favorite quote and why. I've got a few that I'm going to share of my own, but I love getting to hear everybody else's quotes. Quotes are such a good little thing to have in the back of your head as little accountability partners, I believe. So yeah, here's a few of the gratitudes from the legends in the 1% Club and also their answer to what's your favorite quote and why. So first we have from Group 7, Riley. Number one, visiting my nan. She has the most kind heart and beautiful words. Number two, Father's Day lunch with the in-laws. It's so great to see their happiness. Number three, always having my brother to rely on when I just need a helping hand. And my quote is, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And the reason why he loves that, Riley loves that quote is, I've always... <clears throat> Hung on to this quote since I was a teenager. I believe the quote has so much versatility, uh, meaning to it. How it has such a versatile, versatile meaning. However, in my eyes, it truly means being together as one has much greater value than all individuals alone. Oh, Riley, that quote is amazing. I've never heard that, and it makes so much sense. 
the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. It's so true that once we work together, once we all combine, we're so much stronger than just being individuals. And I love getting to hang out with your nan. I unfortunately don't have any grandparents left. So when I hear people hanging out with their grandparents, it warms my heart so much. I know the impact mine had on me. And yeah, they do. you've got nice in-laws. We love that. Good on you, Riley. Next, we have from group three, Cassie. My gratitudes today, I'm sharing with my sis and bro-in-law. Number one, my sister is grateful for love and my my sister is grateful for love and plants. My brother-in-law is grateful for a perfect Sunday with our family. And I'm grateful today for a beautiful weather, a day trip to St. Kilda Beach to have a cold ocean swim with our family and doggos. And Cassie's quote is, whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. Because it reminds me that I have the power to change anything. It empowers me to make choices and changes for myself and my life. Love that, Cassie. Thanks for getting your brother-in-law and your sister to share their gratitudes. I just It means so much to me when people in the group bring people from outside the group and get them involved in gratitudes. That ripple effect is everything. And then that quote, whatever you're not changing, you're choosing, is so good. I um, had a chat with Morgan Nelson, who's a neuroscience and NLP expert and builds amazing businesses and entrepreneur. And he's a big on that. He loves empowering people to make sure that they have that awareness that if you're not changing your situation that you're unhappy with you're actually choosing it and it can sound harsh at times and we can always make excuses why we can't change but yeah that is just a a great quote I think to have okay if I'm choosing to stay how I am then that's a um, choice in itself so love that Cassie good on you next we are from group number three Sally grateful today for my hubby being an amazing dad to our kids number two inheriting my dad's love for community and number three fresh freshly caught fish for dinner And my quote, at the moment, after reading M. Carey's book, The Girl Who Fell From The Sky, I thought I'd have to say, if you can, you must, is my favorite quote. I found this so helpful, especially being such a procrastinator. I also love, love where you live, immerse yourself in your community and explore every part of it. Oh, Sally, how good's that? Um, M's story keeps coming up with different people in the 1% Club. I've been chatting to her on socials and Carol, my partner's reading her book right now. And she actually mentioned that quote to me as well. If you can, you must. And it's so special because we never know what's around the corner. We never know we're going to run into difficulty. We never know when our life path is going to change a little bit. So if you have the ability to go for that surf, go for that swim, have that phone call with a friend, do it. Don't wait till tomorrow. Do it today. I just love that. And good on you, Sally. The day I asked all these gratitudes was Father's Day. So for you to reflect that you've got your dad's love of community and yeah, be able to uh, appreciate your own partner and how much of a great uh, dad he is, is amazing. Good on you, Sally. Next we have from group number seven, last one for today, from Lex in group seven. Number one, good times with friends. Number two, celebrating four years of love with my partner. And number three, a week away from being back with all my family and friends. And my favorite quote is, what you think first is what you've been conditioned to think and what you think next defines who you are. It allows me to recognize that some of the thoughts that creep into my mind aren't necessarily how I feel and remind me to be kind to myself. Oh, I love that, Lex. That's such a great quote. What you think first is what you've been conditioned to think and what you think next defines who you are. It's such a beautiful way to start to reflect and go, I'm not my previous thoughts. I'm not my previous traumas. 
I'm what I do next. I'm the actions I take moving forward. It's not what happens to you. It's how you react to it. And that's so lovely, Lex. I love that. I never thought of it like that. And I think it's really nice to know that we can change. We can reshape our mind and reshape the way that we view the world to create the life that, yeah, we want to live next. So I love that. Good on you, Lex. Okay. Some of my uh, quotes, I've got a lot of these, so you're going to get a couple from me, but I'm going to share a couple that I think can have a really big impact if you use them wisely. So the first one I'm going to add is knowledge is knowing, wisdom is doing. And I heard that recently from someone, I can't remember where I heard it, if I'm being completely honest, it's kind of a hybrid between a few different quotes. But when I think of that, it just makes me reflect on so much of this idea that we have basically unlimited information out there now. There's so many great books we can read. There's YouTube, there's the internet, we can find anything we want. And we have so much knowledge. Most of us know how much sleep we should get each night. Most of us know the sort of foods we should be eating. Most of us know the... um different things that we can do like kindness, gratitude, mindfulness for our mental health. Most of us know that we should exercise each day. Most of us know all of this stuff. The knowledge is there, but it's the wisdom. Are you actually doing these things? Are you keeping yourself accountable? And that's the one that I keep in the back of my head all the time because I feel like I continually learn so many valuable lessons along my journey but I'm not implementing all of them. So that quote is a great one. Knowledge is knowing, wisdom is doing. Use that as an accountability quote at the back of your mind when you feel like, oh, I can't be bothered. I can't, like, I don't want to do this. It's like, yeah, a lot of us don't want to do stuff, but we know it's good for us. So be wise, do those things. So that's the first one. Um, Another quote that I love, and I've spoken about this before, but listen, don't just wait to talk. And that in in combination with... um, with be interested, not interesting. And I think both of these quotes are a really good one just for us to stay accountable with being better listeners. I struggle with this a lot. My partner, Carol, calls me out on all the time of not looking into her eyes, not actually being present. And she says, just actually listen, listen to what I'm saying and you can really respond better. You can actually build such better relationships. So that's something I'm working on a lot. It's this idea when I'm talking to people, going, catching myself, am I listening or am I just waiting for my chance to talk? Am I being interested in what they're saying or am I waiting for my chance to be interesting? So they're two quotes that I think are really powerful. And another one that I talk about a lot is the act of confidence comes before the feeling of confidence. I feel like a lot of us are waiting for that feeling of confidence before we act. We're all paralyzed in this fear of not being good enough, of getting something wrong, that we don't actually take that first step and be able to make mistakes and then pivot, make mistakes and pivot. That's how I've been able to grow with the work I do. It's how I've built confidence in speaking, whether it be through podcasting, whether it be through being on stage. That quote has been a huge guiding light for me. So if you feel like you're a bit nervous, a bit scared to take that leap, lean on that quote. The act of confidence comes before the feeling. If you wait for the feeling, sometimes it doesn't come. We get confidence through getting runs on the board, through evidence, and we get that through acting confidence when, when we jump into things. So there are a couple of quotes that I think can be a big help. They've also, they've helped me a lot along my journey and yeah, I think can help you as well. Okay. This Friday, I have got a really fun episode. I've actually got two episodes. I just kind of freestyled that I 
said that and I'm going to put myself on a bit of a time restraint that I need to get two out. I've just got so many great guests coming up over the next few weeks. Um, this Friday, you're going to get Lewis Huckstep, who is an entrepreneur, a neuroscience uh, mindset coach, really, really smart guy with some beautiful, beautiful things to learn from. And also a great friend of his, but someone he went to school with, but a guy who I went on his podcast recently, whose name is Keegan Hipgrave. He was an NRL player for a few years. He had a great career, but then he started getting a bunch of different head knocks, having a bunch of concussions and brain injuries and having to be medically retired from football because of these brain injuries he was having. So it was really cool to learn his story, to get to share his journey and now the work he's doing after is just so special. I also, over the next few weeks, have some coming up with Noah Yang, who is the, who is the CEO and founder of We Are Mobilive, the ment- I mean the homelessness charity who Ned Brockman uh, donated over $2 million to. So I learned all about what he's going to do with the money. I also had a semantic sexologist on, this lovely lady by the name of Lola Ritchie. She was amazing. Um, I've also got one that I'm recording with the girls from Good Morning Podcast, all about grief and how we can help people who are grieving. So the next month, six weeks coming up is just crazy with really, really interesting guests. So I'm going to give you a double this Friday. So listen to this excerpt. Understanding what's got you to where you are won't get you to where you want to go. So mm. every every belief you adopt did serve you at some level. Otherwise, you wouldn't have it. So I'll use um, one for me. So that the Jack Delosa event I just mentioned, so good synchronicity so i i went to that event and we did it exercise of living Tim beliefs and it was good because i teach this and it was cool to see someone teach it back to me yeah. like to be the student again it was really cool and it was like what's your biggest limiting belief and you do some introspection to sort of dig within and i came up with the i don't know that was actually my belief i don't know how to like i don't know how to do this i don't know how to do this i don't know how to do this and it's like well how you say what what's the downsides to rewire a limiting belief you link a lot of pain and negative to that belief but you also see how that belief has served you because you would have picked up whatever belief you've got at some point in your life because it did serve you. So what were the benefits of that belief to me? It helped me be a good student because if I don't know anything, I'm going to listen to the teacher. Mm. It helped me make friends because I don't know anything. I'll ask you a lot of questions. So you like me and I'll be a good friend. So it helped me make friends. Help me connect with my dad because if my dad, I don't know anything, my dad knows everything, I'm going to be a good son and connect mm. with my dad more. So it, was, it served me. But um, and, a, and then you find a, you destroy it. So you put heaps of pain, you do visualizations on it. This is stuff that I do. And then you come up with the expansive belief, which is what's, what's a reframe of that belief. Everything is, um, everything is learnable. Mm-hmm. I, er, everything is figure outable is the belief I've taken on. So I don't know, but everything is figure outable. Key memory was when, um, it was my granddad's like, I think it was like his 80th birthday or something. And he wasn't doing that great at the time. Like we didn't know how many birthdays he was going to have left. I remember driving there just just angry, but I had no like I had no reason to be angry. Like but I was I was aware of it. So it's a really weird thing. Like you're aware of it, but you're still like really pissed yeah. off. And I remember driving there and I was sitting and then I was around my family who I love and and it was a really special time. We got to beat it with him. And I remember just being like just constantly in my own head how angry I was and irritable I was. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I got out, I sat in the car and then just broke down. I was like, what am I doing? Like how many times am I going to get to see him again? I remember just being so emotional. And then um, and then after that, it was like, okay, well, now it's time to go back and see the neurologist. Um, did the whole testing again. Um, and, yeah, they went back and reflected. 
and then um, got the phone call from the neurologist and he said, actually, no, I didn't get the phone call, sorry. I went went in back to see him and had a conversation with him. What did you expect they were going to say after this time? I sort of had a feeling, mate. Like I sort of like, um, I sort of was like, maybe, like maybe they'll, maybe they'll review it and they'll have like another 12 months off. But he, we, it was a really just like open, genuine conversation. And he pretty much said, look, mate, you've got a lot of stuff going on outside of footy. Like you're studying, you're doing your MBA. Um, you've had these big concussions. Like he's like, I recommend that you should medically retire. I remember hearing that thinking I was like, I was like, I was kind of shocked, but I also kind of agreed with him. Lewis coming up this Friday as well as Keegan, two separate episodes. You're going to love them both. Make sure if you're enjoying the podcast, head over to the website, check out thegoodhumanfactory.com. The merch is just so cool. Hundreds of you are sending me messages every week showing me the merch that you're wearing. The gratitude stuff is just having such a positive impact and it's all because you guys are getting around it. So use the code podcast, 25% off all of our merch on thegoodhumanfactory.com. Thank you to everyone who continues to tune in. You guys are blowing my mind. I love you all and I'll see you on Friday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.